Hey guys, and welcome back to Paranormal Hotline, the weekly paranormal podcast. My name's Kaylee, and I'm joined by Michael. Hello. So we're heading for a paranormal investigation soon. So I wanted to do a bit of research into what kind of equipment to use while we're doing the paranormal investigation. Because last time we did one, the people who organized it brought everything. We just kind of showed up. I do think we have like, I don't know what we don't have other than a thermal camera. Well, we don't have any night vision cameras or anything either. Uh, I really wanted something spooky to happen, but also like if something spooky does happen and I don't catch it on film or whatever, I'll be really pissed off. Like, if we actually experienced something and I just didn't have my camera on or wasn't doing something, I'd be really annoyed. Because <laughs> not it. only will, like, other people not believe me, but I'll definitely start to question myself, too. Especially because I'll, I'll definitely try and gaslight you because you've done it to me. <laughs> you do it to me all the time, man. <laughs> it's weird because we're doing the podcast, so obviously we want to have proof to show people who, like, listen to us. But at the same time, I'd want us to get nothing at all just to aggravate you. Thanks a lot. But yeah, if you have any suggestions on what works for you in paranormal investigations or something that you'd like us to try, you can send us an email at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com. You can also help support the podcast on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash paranormalhotline. Weirdly enough, we're not allowed to use Ouija boards. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we have, we're have. we not allowed to use a Ouija board specifically banned from this the place we're investigating, which is very strange. I mean, I can get us a good one. A good Ouija board? <laughs> the only problem is we're going into a prison and I know how you sneak things in there and I'm afraid. <laughs> the weight is one thing, but the length. Yeah, so I have a few of these things with me today. So I'm going to try out a few of these techniques in my house and just see whether they either give me a false positive or, you know, it's like this is a new house that I moved into. And as far as I'm aware, it's, it's not haunted. Yeah, it is pretty old. It's over 100 years old. But I haven't experienced anything in the house. Michael has, but I haven't experienced anything. So I'm kind of, I don't really think it's haunted. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Riley saw that plant move. Yeah, but that plant is supposed to move. <laughs> what do you mean? That's not a plant then. <laughs> yeah, it's a plant. Okay, so we had this plant and Riley saw it moving in the kitchen. But it's a, it's called a living plant. So in the morning time when this, like, the sun rises, the plant's leaves open. So some of them get like caught on each other and then they might just flick up during the day. So it's not a ghost, it was just my plant was alive. Uh, why do you have a weird plant? So anyway, we'll probably find out today if my house is actually haunted or not. Good. So the first piece of equipment that I think is like kind of becoming a staple of most Ghostbusters or ghost hunters tools that they use is the K2 meter. So I'm actually going to turn my one on and just leave it down here and see if it does anything. The job of the K2 meter like originally was to detect electromagnetic fields. So it was used by like electricians and stuff. According to Wikipedia, an electromagnetic field is a classical field produced by accelerating electric charges. I want to hunt ghosts and you're speaking Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, um, so that's what it actually is. That's what the K2 meter is picking up. Basically, it's an electrical charge. Yeah, the K2 meter is also called an EMF meter, which just stands for electromagnetic field. The original purpose was for electricians to find electromagnetic electromagnetic fields in nearby places or near machinery and stuff. And I didn't know this, but apparently the K2 meter was originally used for ghost hunting on the show Ghost Hunters. I talked about it before, but not as much as Ghost Adventures. <laughs> I watched the show a lot as a kid, and they use all kinds of technology on the show. I think most recently I saw them use a machine that detects vibrations, and they had like three of them set up on a stairs, 
and they actually caught each stair at a time going off on a vibration as if somebody was walking down it. Uh, the thing I really like about that show is that there's so many episodes where they'll go into a house and debunk the ghost sightings. Like they either find something wrong with the plumbing that's making a funny noise, or like even the way a specific room is built. Like some rooms are built, like you, you know yourself in some of the old buildings in Ireland, there's just random walls or like corners that are like cut off from a room. And yeah, if somebody yeah, feels like... like- yeah. There's literally like you could have a square room, but for some reason there's like a half a meter rectangle digging into one corner. Yeah, or I find this this weird thing in Ireland a lot where there'll just be like filled in doors everywhere. There'll just be a place where there was a door and somebody filled it in and put a door somewhere else. There's a pub in like town near me and I was walking past it one day and it was just not a pub anymore. They had turned one small pub into two houses. Oh my god. <laughs> so where the bar was, they had put up an entire wall. But when you look in through, like, let's say door number one of where the bar used to be and now it's stairs going up, there's still, like, f- taps on the wall. Oh my god. That's pretty cool, though. I know, but it's just like, we really do just like, all right, look, there's a rectangle there. We can cut it into two squares. Let's go. Yeah, but I, I was watching an episode of Ghost Hunters where they went into a house and there was a room that was kind of weirdly built like that. Like, the corners were kind of missing. It was just like, it didn't flow, kind of. And this kid kept saying that he didn't like the like the feeling in that room, like it was really negative energy. And they just like explained to the kid that like it's a psychological reason why you feel that way coming into this room because the roof is lower, you just feel a little bit squished because you're coming in here. It's dark and it's on the third floor, so you kind of feel away from everyone. That's why churches are built the way they are. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, no, it's true. It's like uh, with a church, they the reason they build them so wide and so tall is so when you go in, you feel very small. They they kind of explain things in that way, but they do catch the odd thing but that's where the k2 meter originally came from was they started using it um in their investigations and it got really popular after that so the claim is that ghosts use electricity to like manifest energy so when a ghost is going to do something or you know move something it gives off kind of an electrical charge like we actually got an email from someone before who said they were experiencing like an electrically charged ghost in their house that it was like sucking them of energy and stuff it was stealing their central nervous system i think yeah, because it so, is all electrical pathways, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like we do use like electricity in our brains and stuff for our, our neurons. Do you think that's stuff. what possession could be? What just electricity in the brain? No, I mean just like mm. a ghost fucking with the electricity in your brain. Ooh, that that's a that would be good. I didn't think of that, but yeah, it could be that. But it, can, it could explain why some people say they feel like their hair is standing up when they're in like a haunted place, or you know, they, like the hair in the back of your neck stands up. Could it be like a static electricity kind of a thing? Like goosebumps. So like I said, I actually have a K2 meter here and I'm going to put it up on a shelf where there's no electronics around. And I'm just going to see if it goes off at all because I'm curious as to whether it will... Because like, you know, when you go into a haunted place and you do see in these shows that the K2 meter is going crazy, like it'll just start going up to red and, you know, for no reason. I'm going to leave it here and see if it does that because I feel like there has to be a margin of error with this machine somewhere that it will just go off you know because if i put it near my phone or any you know my computer or anything like that it goes off i was thinking there i was just about to say i should call her so it makes it go off and freak her out no it won't go off it's up on a shelf so it's nowhere near the phone it shouldn't go off at all all right call my phone then (laughs) i can't i don't have any credit (laughs) do you know what it reminds me of and it's actually related to it as well did you ever have old pc speakers yes I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, when you get a phone call and then like five seconds before the phone rings, your PC speakers go fucking mental. But yeah, I feel like there has to be margin of error. So I'm going to leave it up here and just see if it goes off. I'll let you know throughout the podcast if it does anything. So we actually, we they used the K2 meter in the last investigation we were in, didn't they? Uh, Yeah, but not a lot. 
nothing happened. Like, it didn't spike at all, so... I guess that kind of goes in its favor. But, um, I'll keep an eye on it there, anyway. So, let's move on to the next thing. So, the next object that is in a Ghost Hunter's toolkit is the spirit box. You don't like it. I don't like the spirit box, but I'm gonna go over the spirit box now. So, the spirit box is just a radio that is constantly scanning through frequencies. It just goes through the frequencies up the way. It's not random, because I thought originally that it was random frequencies, so it would just skip, you yeah, know, from around. like 100 to, you know, 50, and then jump jump from different ones. But it doesn't do that. It just goes up the way. I'm just going to say, that completely ruins it. Uh, yeah, so the idea is that a ghost can tap into the radio's energy and manipulate it so that they can communicate. And, like, I've seen hours and hours of footage of the spirit box, and it has to be, like, my least favorite bit of kit. It's annoying, and it seems like you can just scan through active radio stations, and it might just sound like a response. So, like, most of the radios scan through an FM frequency, which is used by radio stations, so of course they're going to get something. Unless you're in the middle of nowhere or underground or something where there's no signal at all. No, I just I find it ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> if it was jumping around and it was completely random, then that would make it a bit more, okay, yeah, that's a bit weird. But when you're going up and you're like, oh my god, I just heard two words. Yeah, because yeah. that one station is broadcasting on like 10 frequencies. Yeah, yeah, because like, oh my god, it's just crazy. So I have here with me a radio, and uh, I'm going to start scanning through the frequencies randomly and see if we can get a response from it. What questions do you want to ask, Michael? What's the number one song right now? What's something we can ask, like a question? What's your name? Yeah, I guess. What is your name? I heard Paul at the end. <laughs> oh. Martin Paul. Okay, that's their name, Martin Paul. What else are we asking? How did you die? There you go. How did you die? Classic. All right, let's go. For as scared birds, <laughs> dead by birds. From what they did against the lion in the footsteps. Footsteps. Five. The the They never did. I suppose. They never did. I heard the word footsteps there too. So if I start hearing footsteps, I'm gonna freak out. I feel like, I feel like you're not even trying to explain it at this point. You're just doing your best to prove it's a load of bollocks. What I'm going to do is I'm going to switch to, uh, oh, I got some of my ground. I'm going to switch around, switch to shortwave radio. I scanned through this earlier and there isn't any stations, so we shouldn't hear anything. And let's see if we get a response this time. What age are you? It is ageless. All right, well, that sells it. <laughs> uh, I, I got nothing proves. on the shortwave, and I got a bunch of responses on the FM, if you believe it. So, if you're going to do it, I would absolutely suggest you make sure that there's no frequencies in your radio, uh, before you do the, before you scan, basically, because you are just gonna get responses and it's gonna sound like whatever you want it to sound like because it's gonna be going so fast. So that's my opinion on the spirit box. What do you think? I love the full bollocks. Like, that being said, like, I do kind of want to try it on the uh, investigation and see if anything happens. Ooh, oh, we're definitely the gonna K2 try it. just flickered. Good. It just <laughs> went to two, though. 
like it flickered to two but there's nothing near it yeah I think even the stuff I think is a load of bollocks I'm still gonna try yeah yeah I'll try everything like if we get like a really really long answer from a spirit box and it's a direct answer to a question that we asked I'm really worried it's, it's gonna be like what do you do if you just start having a full conversation over the spirit box like what do we do like, how there? are you <laughs> I'm good <laughs> we're gonna ask all the usual questions and then we're just gonna be like alright what now yeah, so the next kind of thing that I think people should get in their kit is a night vision camera. And it's pretty self-explanatory. So usually they use infrared light, which is a light that the human eye can't pick up, obviously. So when you're filming, it's pitch black. Um, I don't really think the idea of the night vision camera is to pick up ghosts in a field of vision that we can't see. I think it's more so that the ghosts are more active at nighttime. And that's why people use the night vision cameras. You know, I don't think it actually is to catch things in another light, you know? Yeah, but, uh, like, why is it always got to be dark? Well, there's many theories as to why ghosts are more active at night, but I feel like it kind of comes back to the witching hour episode we re- did recently and the fact that you can't see at night, so people feel a little bit more vulnerable and demons and stuff like that are supposed to take advantage of that fact. It could also just be the fact, like, it's a primal thing that when we're in the dark, our senses are a little bit heightened, so we might notice something Oh, that's true, see. too. Yeah, or hear something. It's also, people actually do ghost investigations at night because there's fewer people around so there's not going to be street noise and stuff like that we just do it because that's when everyone lets us in yeah if you're investigating like a museum or something they don't have to close it down for the day to do the investigation you could just do it at night i'd love to investigate a museum at night but uh, i do think that a camera is probably the best thing that you can have with you in a paranormal investigation like if you see something sure you can tell people about it but if you have it on camera you can prove that you actually did see something. It infuriates me like so much when I'm watching a paranormal show and someone sees like an apparition, and but it's they not just on camera. didn't happen to have a camera on them. Yeah, it's like the whole house has cameras and you have a GoPro strapped to your head, but you just didn't catch it. There's some that we've watched though and I've just been like, oh, how fucking convenient. Yeah, it's always very convenient. Then there's some that we've seen before, like on YouTube and stuff where people see like, a light mote? A what? You know what I mean? Like a mote of dust or something, like reflecting the light. And they're all just like, oh my god, it's a spirit. And it's like, no, you just slapped the countertop that was full of dust. There's dust everywhere. <laughs> you just shook the curtains that haven't been moved in 200 years. What do you think is going to happen? Mot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think cameras obviously like the best thing. And the thing with cameras is they're not that expensive either. Like you can get a cheap film camera if you needed a separate one, but you can also just use your phone and a flashlight. So the next thing then that I have down, this isn't actually a thing that you can have with you but i think it's something that people should keep in mind if you're new to like paranormal investigations or whatever is that the easiest way to communicate with a ghost is just by doing the knocking game which is just knock once for yes twice for no or you know the other way around you don't have to buy anything or invest in anything and it can be done like everywhere if you're outside or inside or whatever you can still do this now some people will not recommend using this method to communicate with ghosts they say it gives off kind of like a same kind of warning as a Ouija board. Like you'll invite something or someone to communicate with you, but then they just want to stick around. That's like, what happens if you're just like, (laughs) I just imagine some security guard alone at night in that, like wherever haunted place, right? Yeah. And he just starts tapping a beat in the table. Yeah. How is that the same as doing a Ouija board? What do you mean? No, 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 you have to, you have to communicate with the ghost. So you have to be like, knock once, free us, twice for no. Oh, okay. It's the ghost that's doing the knocking, not the security guard. I don't know where he <laughs> <Okay>. came out of. 
Um, no, I'm just saying, like, for example, what if someone... I, I thought you both did tapping, like, you and the no, ghost. No, no. So I was like, if the security guard was tapping code. away, is that him just basically no. summoning the ghost? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, but most, most paranormal investigations happen in old buildings, and old buildings tend to make noises, especially when they're damp or when there's wild animals and stuff in them. So you might think you're communicating with a ghost and it's just a rat, like, taking a dump or something. <laughs> so you really have to use your judgment on whether it's genuine or not. Generally, like, I've seen this method work where you can actually get an intelligent response back. Yeah, but a camera and an audio recorder also comes in handy for recording the knocking, too. But it's easy to do, and I think it's really, really something that anyone can do. You could do a paranormal investigation with just your phone. I feel like that vibration thing you were on about earlier would be really cool with the knocking, because you could just place them around the room and find out where the knocking where is coming, coming from. Where it's coming from. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Triangulation. Mm. All right, so... Moving on to the next one. So this one is a thermometer. Very often in ghost stories that you hear from people um, or ghost experiences, you'll hear someone say, it suddenly got very cold or I could see my breath. So can ghosts like really make the room colder? Uh, we already went over if ghosts could use electricity to move things, but some people believe that they can, they can like suck the heat out of the air in order to communicate too. Like when they're taking like, I don't know, like the, the heat from the air somehow. So they're like transferring the heat into energy? I think so. I think that's the theory anyway. We used the thermal imaging camera the last time we did a paranormal investigation and all we discovered that was Michael's shoes were really badly insulated. <laughs> so I was uh, looking no, around the room. Uh, no, with they the put up on their Facebook page that that was a ghost. <laughs> yeah, I guess because I took a picture of it. But I was looking uh, around the room for... Or sorry, I was looking around the room with a thermo camera and it picks up like heat signatures. So you can see everyone in like their heat outline or if anything was hot in that room. And I looked at the ground and there was just this perfect set of footprints on the ground. But apparently Michael had been standing there in that one spot for a long time and his footprints just got left behind. Like no one else's shoes did that. Like everyone else would take a step and the footprint would be gone in like a second. Michael's were like piping hot just in the middle of the floor. <laughs> well, to be fair, I was standing in a church. It's a good thing you weren't sitting down. Yeah, but I've seen a few pieces of footage where the outline of a person is caught in a thermal imaging camera, but like on a regular camera that's in the same room, you can't see anything or anyone there. So it's pretty cool. Uh, a thermometer is cheap to get. Like you can get the ones that look like a gun and you just click and point and the temp gives you the temperature of the whole room. They're actually really easy to get now because of COVID. Yeah, they're really, really good. For the, COVID the one too. good thing for out of COVID. More <laughs> ghosts and more thermometers. Yeah, but the thermal imaging cameras are very expensive. You can get like a clip-on thing for your phone, but I think it's like $300 or something. Yeah. Yeah, so the next thing is EVPs. So I did a whole episode on, e I did a whole episode on EVPs a while ago, so I won't go too much into detail. But EV EVPs stand for Electronic Voice Phenomenon. And it's essentially just an audio recorder that is set to very high, so it will pick up every noise in the room. Uh, most of the time when someone records an EVP, they don't realize they've captured it until afterwards when they're reviewing the footage or listening to the audio back. There's nothing that can really interfere with the audio. It's just an audio recorder. So it's not like the spirit box where it generates things. And I would 100 times rather catch an EVP than something on the spirit box. There's some really freaky EVPs though. I think we talked about it before. Like there's one where you can just hear what sounds like people screaming in hell. Yeah. Yeah. I think I played that one in the last episode. Well, the, the EVP episode and it was chilling yeah evps i'm definitely going to bring an audio recorder with me because that's one thing i would love to catch lastly we have a film camera so specifically a film camera this was recommended to me for ghost investigations i'm not sure why ghosts would have a problem with digital cameras but some people reckon that bringing an older camera with film in it to an investigation is more likely to catch something uh, i personally think that film cameras are 
a little bit more likely to have an error you know like a light leak or development error that may look like a cloud or a mass or something in the picture but i'm definitely going to give this this one a try i really really want to try this i think it would be interesting to bring it on to the investigation like i've seen really cool pictures and stuff but i i will be very cautious it would have to look like a person for me to actually believe it you know and even then i'll still kind of be like "Mm, there's a there's a margin of error there you know what are you looking forward to most I'm looking forward to trying out the different cameras and shit, but the one thing I was about to say about the film camera, they're really shit at light absorption. <laughs> trying to use one of those at night just seems like the worst idea ever. Yeah, but you can have a flash camera. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, I'm just going to bring the Polaroids and they're going to do. Polaroids are even worse for taking pictures at night. I know, but... Like, I've seen the pictures you've taken at night and they're haunting. Yes, but this time I'll be in control of my senses. Although that being said, I have a fucking haunting picture here you took with the Polaroid. Which one did I take? <laughs> you took like a selfie with it and your skin is bright white. You're, you're <laughs> glowing in it. It's terrifying. <laughs> like Nosferatu. <laughs> it's just a picture of me like smiling beside what looks like the ghost of like Jesus or something. <laughs> the ghost of Jesus wouldn't be white. <laughs> Let's not get political. <laughs> yeah, I am really looking forward to it. But I think if you have even a few of these things in your toolkit, you're going to be fine. Uh, for the most part, you really just kind of want to document it. Even if you're not posting it anywhere, just to keep it for yourself or to show somebody. It comes in handy. Because like at some point, you're going to tell someone, they're going to call you a fucking lunatic. And you're like, I'm not crazy. <laughs> I have evidence. Oh, the K2 just spiked. What'd it go to? It went up to two again. It hasn't gone past two yet. All right, mm. I'm going to try and move it around to see what sets it off. All right, so the speaker sets it off. The PC sets it off like crazy. I wonder if my mouse will set it off. Yep. Yo, what happens if it's going off on my legs? <laughs> what the it's fuck? fine. That's just the vaccine chip. It's actually going off. What's going on? Whoa, man, that's weird. Your vaccine is setting that off. <laughs> this is some way to find out I have bionic legs <laughs> or ghost legs. Which, Which one would you prefer? prefer? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go with ghost legs. Can't break ghost legs. One robot, one ghost. Ooh, nice. <laughs> one for kicking arse and one for like kicking people on the other side of doors. If you had a ghost leg, could you kick another ghost? This is like the where we've met the greatest superhero of all time. Yeah, so that's everything for this week, guys. Uh, I'm really looking forward to putting this into practice. And if you guys have any suggestions, like I said, you can send us an email at paranormal hotline at no paranormal hotline podcast at gmail.com. Sweet. All right, thanks guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.